Hello everybody, this is your girl Tanisha Travis coming to you with my very first episode. The name of my episode is called The Purge. (sighs) Let me just start by saying that I did say that this podcast would not just be all about me, but I really think that episode one should be something that's really near and dear to my heart. And this is, this is a a situation that um, happened to me back in October. And I think that there are people who need to hear this and maybe they'll make some decisions in in their own lives, you know, to purge some things. It may not be as major as my purge, but I just think that I most definitely should share. Um, So let's just get into it. (laughs) So, as I said, this is a situation that um, I actually went through in September. I'm sorry, September, in October. So it was a Saturday and it was actually October 12th, 2019 to be exact. I know the actual date, okay? So I started my Saturday as a regular Saturday. I work out, um, I come home, clean up, run errands, all kind of stuff. I'm like a busybody, literally. My kids look at me like, what in the world is she gonna do now? What's next? They are so happy when they stop hearing my feet hit the floor, literally. Um, This Saturday, I did sit down for a minute and looked at TV. And a thought came across my head, like, you really need to clean that closet out. So I was like, okay, so today is going to be the day that I purge my closet. So I went in to my closet with a whole mission, okay? I was like, I'm throwing out anything I haven't used within a year. So what I did was I started pulling clothes out, shoes out, and I went into my bathroom and I made a a donate pile and a trash pile. So the way my room is set up, I have to go through my bathroom to get to my actual closet. So I'm going in and out, in and out, just doing these pals. So it had been about an hour I was into, you know, cleaning and pulling things out and coordinating colors with the shirts and the pants and all that, trying to make it look all cute, right? So I go back into the closet and I'm I'm literally in the door facing the back of the closet. And I'm like, okay, all the shoes, everything lined up nice. Let me check this bottom row because with my closet, there's a top row and then there's a shelf and then you can hang the clothes. And then there's another shelf and you can hang some clothes. So that second shelf, I started putting my hand back there to see if there's anything back there because I'm thorough. I'm going to be thorough today, okay? <laughs> so I reached back there and I feel this container. And I'm like, oh, these are a pair of shoes that um, should be on the top. So I pulled the shoes out and I was like, oh God. These are my wedding shoes. So I'm looking at the container and I was like, hmm, I had to have these particular shoes because they were so doggone cute. So I opened the container and I'm looking at the shoes. Now let me describe these shoes, okay? They all clear, 
And I know I had style because guess what? Clear shoes are real hot right now. So I was above in front of the curve, okay? So these shoes are clear. The heel is clear. The top, everything clear. The only thing that got colored is the strap going behind your heel. And then my, my little um, buckles. They were all the cute little rhinestones. Oh, they was just, they were some, they were sharp, as they said back then. Now, mind you, I'm from Maywood. Them shoes were nowhere in Maywood. I went all the way to Ford City Mall to a specialty store to get those shoes, okay? I walked in that store, and I was like, oh, there they go. And I'm looking at them, and they had some silver ones, the ones with the silver strap and the gold strap. And I'm like, I need the gold ones because my dress is like a, a, a off-white. It's cute, so this is a match perfect. So I'm literally looking at the shoes, holding them, and there was a lady that walked up to me. And she was like, oh, you must be going out the party tonight. I was like, no, I'm actually getting married in a few days. And she was like, married? I'm like, yeah. She was like, girl, you look like you fresh out of high school. I was like, uh, no. <laughs> I have a two-year-old and I'm about to get married. I'm 24. She was like, okay. She was like, well, I've been married 30 years. And then and back then, yeah, we got married at 18, 19. She says, so, okay, I got you. So she took me up to ring me up. And she looked at me like really serious. Her whole face changed. And she was like, I need you to promise me something. I was like, I don't even know you, but okay. I was like, yes. She was like, I need you to promise that you will stick it out at least three years. And I'm looking at her like, lady, I've known this dude since I was in kindergarten. We good. We're going to get past all that. And she was like, I know you're looking at me strange. She said, but you're young and there's going to be some things that happen and I need you to fight. I'm like, okay. Let me get my shoes and get up out of here. She's trying to drain my day. So I took my shoes and I went to the car and I opened them up and looked at them again because they were so cute. But um, <laughs> go back to the Saturday where um, these shoes are sitting in my hand, okay? I'm looking at these shoes and I'm like, I literally have not seen these shoes in 21 years and 16 days. That's a long time. I'm like, wow. So I'm still looking at the shoes and I'm like, mm, the black cap is missing off the right shoe. So I thought to myself, I'll find the cap so I can fix them and put them in. And so I put them in a donate pile. So, you know, I just went on and kept sorting the clothes in the closet. And right in the middle of my purge, that text came through that I just could not ignore okay you know the one the one that gives you butterflies and you haven't even read the message yet you know the one that makes your heart race after you read the text and it has you smiling all on the inside yeah that text <sighs> that one text turned into conversation after conversation after conversation and let me tell you at the conversation and that woke up something inside of me so many things that had been dormant for so long. I had so many conversations. I ended up just laying down on my floor in the middle of my bathroom. Mind you, it's a rug there, but I'm literally laying in the middle of the floor, smiling, and I'm thinking to myself, I never want this tingling sensation to stop. 
This is what happiness feels like. I looked over at that Donate Pal and at them wearing shoes. And I thought to myself, I never want another woman to walk in those shoes. It wasn't pretty and it hurt like hell. So instead I put those same wedding shoes that I loved and cherished in the door in the trash pile. Then I took a picture of those shoes, okay? Because it wasn't pretty and it hurt like hell. <laughs> I just thought to myself, I don't I just I don't want another woman to walk in these shoes. Whew, after I put those shoes in that trash pile, I took a picture of them. And I sent that picture to my best friend. And let me tell you what that text read. It says, today I'm purging. I was going to donate these, but I decided to trash them because I don't want another woman to take the journey that I took. After I sent her that text, oh my goodness. I went into that closet and I found some shoes that I had not had long. And I decided to donate those pair of shoes. Because guess what? They were full of love, hope, wisdom, purpose, dreams, and life. All that I stand for now. And it was just amazing to me how so many things have woke up in me. And I was just like, wow, this is amazing. And I love it. After that purge, I want to say it was a couple of days later, I, I reflected on it because... When I finally filled up that whole trash bag and I touched those shoes from the last time, I felt the release. And it made me value, you know, just really evaluate some things. And I literally wrote out like 10 questions that I think everyone who is needs to do a purge needs to think about. So my first question that I had wrote out was does the relationship bring out the best in me (laughs) I'm just gonna say this the right person should the right person okay should encourage you and support you they should be literally right there and you guys should be feeling happiness together if the person drags you down brings out negative emotions in you or just doesn't fulfill your needs and desires you really need to stop and ask yourself where things are headed between you two because it doesn't look like it's going to get better it's going to get worse and i'd rather fly solo if it's going to get worse my second question was do i feel happy or upset majority of the time did i Now, don't get me wrong. I already know it's trials, it's tribulations, it's bumps in the road. That's life. We all human. We all have our own thoughts. We all have things we need to work on. I know that. But guess what? You should never stay in a relationship just because you feel you should out of a sense of obligation. It got to be something of value to a relationship itself to support two people making a commitment to stay in it. You know, if if the relationship is just all around, you unhappy all the time and you arguing all the time, guess what? And you got some children and you want to be obligated to stay because of that. Your children not happy either. They just haven't said anything or you haven't let them express it. That's just something to really think about and evaluate. 
<sighs> I'd rather be happy than sad all the time. My third question that I had for myself was, am I having to sacrifice more than I should for this relationship? <laughs> Let me say this. You can only get so much in a relationship before you feel taken advantage of or neglected. <laughs> now, if that other person doesn't pull their own weight and make you feel special and wanted, you should probably move on. It's nothing like a woman feeling special and feeling wanted. She'll go to the moon and back for you with hands down. And that's even what a man, a man, I, I feel that a man wants to, he might not say he want to feel special, but yeah, he wants to know that you want him. And he most definitely don't want you to make him feel like you've taken full advantage of him and you're using him. So that emotion goes both ways between a, a man and a woman. And if me, I can only speak for a woman. If I'm being neglected, I don't feel special. Yeah, that takes a toll on you. And sometimes it has you reevaluating yourself versus that person. So I would definitely say in a marriage or in a committed relationship, there are going to be some sacrifices. I hands down as being a wife, oh, I did some sacrifices and I never one time stalled and said, oh, should I be sacrificing? Because I was in it. Okay. And it was, it was for the greater good of this family. So, yeah, I'm going to make some sacrifices. But when do you stop? When is too much too much? When do you draw the line? So, those are things to think about. Are you sacrificing too much in that relationship? My fourth question was, <laughs> do we share the same passions and goals for our future? Now, that's what brings a couple together and probably makes them be like, oh yeah, we can do this. Let's do this. Because yeah, y'all got something in common. Some of your goals are the same. Your passions are the same. And I mean, like me, I set goals. I literally write goals every year. And guess what? I cross them all out too because I'm a, I'm a goal digger. That's what I am. So, and I'm not afraid to say it. But in a relationship, sometimes you may come in with the same goals and visions and plans for your life. But if you don't check in and check those goals and visions off together, how you know that they still got the same goals and visions and, and passions? I also know that if you are a person that's goal-oriented, sometimes sharing all your goals at one time can be overwhelming for the other person who can't take it all in at one time. So sometimes you have to evaluate things to see wh how your audience is, okay? True enough, is your significant other, but everyone processes things differently. So if your passions and goals have changed and you doing your thing, they doing their thing, no, it's not going to work. Because how can a divided home stay together anyway? No, it doesn't work. My fifth question was, are we fighting more than we're laughing? <laughs> now, if your partner don't inspire you, uplift you, and just make you feel alive, it's a problem. If your significant other is not your number one cheerleader, is not your one, number one supporter, yeah, it's a problem. Because hands down, 
your significant other should be the loudest one in the room for you being your cheerleader. I don't care what nobody say. If somebody cheering for your significant other more than you, Houston, we have a problem. So I'm just going to say, keep the company of those who ignite the light within your soul. Not those who put a damper on your spirit. Because guess what? Arguing adds no value to a relationship. Communication can add a lot of value and actually work out the kinks that are there. But if you're fighting and you're not laughing, what what is what are you doing it for? Because we all should laugh. I laugh every day now. I really do. Sometimes I'm so tickled. I I look around like, dang, why am I being extra with that? But yeah, that was funny. Anyway, yeah. I'm just want to be a lighthearted person. My sixth question was. Do we make time for one another? Did we? <laughs> now, hands down, we all have many obligations outside of our partnerships or whatever. But I'm a firm believer. No responsibility should take precedence over the love you have for one another. Okay? People either going to make time or excuses. So if it seems like your partner is, is often making excuses... Do you really want to continue on with their relationship? Because they putting you on the back burner? I don't think so. I, I mean, I don't. You have to put that time in. You have to disconnect from everything and reconnect with each other. And when I say disconnect, no, nah, don't be up in the same room and y'all texting and all that. Mm, y'all not reconnecting. Y'all just in the same room. Put the phones down. Get away. Go to dinner. Do some things where... You have to have those conversations. Some of them may not even be pretty, but guess what? You're making the time for each other and you're communicating. Communicating. Imagine that. So what I would say is even just to get together, make that time and recharge. Because when your battery is just all the way burned out and your partner's battery is burned out, you're irritated you're short with each other, you gotta recharge so that you can make sure that that light still shines between you guys. So I would say that's a very good question. Number seven is, do I really love him or her? (laughs) Or do I just want the person to be who I want them to be? (laughs) So first off, you can get in a relationship and love some things about a person and then other things you actually hate or regret. But in your mind, it's like, I can change them for that. You can't never change an adult, honey. Always remember that. We've already formed our personalities and who we gonna be by the age of 13 and 12. And now, shoot, 10 and 9. So if you can't love that person as they are right now, will you really love them at some point in the future? I Probably not. It might hurt to have that conversation, but why would you stay in a false relationship? So that's that's really something to think about. This was the best question ever. What I regret it later if I didn't end a relationship today. <laughs> now, from the beginning, I've always been one to write down pros and cons, okay? In the beginning, those pros was long and long cons did not exist, okay? As time moved on and years came rolling by, the pros got shorter and the cons went 
into pages and pages of cons. It's not good to live with regrets, okay? So, I, as a person, don't have regrets for staying so long because I'm walking in my purpose now. But I want to say, it's okay to be single for a while. It's okay to stay true to your heart. And never stay in a relationship just because it feels comfortable and it's familiar. Because at the end of the day, you're living in chaos and you're really not contributing or being your best that you can be in that relationship. The ninth question I had was, do they add value to my life? <laughs> For me, when I say that, do, do they really truly in, enhance your life? Or did they make you feel drained and uninspired? <sighs> feeling drained is the worst feeling in the world. Especially when it's mentally and physically. It takes a toll on you. Relationships should not be draining. If, and if they are draining, it's no happiness there. And you're frustrated and all truthfulness, you're not giving your best. And all the value that you have is study being buried deeper and deeper inside because of that. So evaluate that. My final question was, would life be better without them in a picture? That's the question. Now, if you can imagine yourself like I did as a happier, freer, more peaceful person, then yeah, have that conversation. Sit down and say, okay, it's better for me to, to walk away from this guess what? You're going to feel much better following your heart and cleaning all the negativity out of your life. I'm a living witness to that. I'm hoping that these questions and some of the answers that I gave and responses is going to inspire somebody today and give them what they need to make that purge. It might be really little or maybe major. I don't know. But I just feel that I needed to share this. Now, as I always say at the end of my segment, embrace your uniqueness and walk in your purpose. And that's my prayer for everyone that's listening to this podcast today. I have enjoyed this being transparent. And until we meet again, bye-bye.